By the way, my beautiful people, don't forget to vote on our Twitter page on our poll. What do you think is the cause for the surge of uh, the COVID-19 um, cases? What is going on? What have you seen? What do you think is going on? And uh, how do we deal with this? I some belief. Hey, because it's important. It's important that uh, we deal with this once and for all. Thanks to Gogo and of course uh, thanks uh, for getting in touch as well. Now, according to the National Stock Theft Prevention Forum, livestock uh, to the value of 1.24 billion rands was stolen in South Africa during the 2018-2019 year. But uh, the introduction of drone technology is currently seen as a remedy for farmers to protect their livestock. Now, we are joined by drone pilot Zipazintle Kabuza, better known as Boise, from Ladysmith M. Nambiti who is spearheading the Senate Group's drone research team that is working on developing applications to use the unmanned aircraft for cattle detection, weight and pasture management. They also hope to innovate drone use in rural security to prevent stock theft. He's on the line and he's going to say it for himself. Hey, Braboise, good morning this morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you for waking up so frugh. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, Mr. Shong. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You can call me Monday, that's all right, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Are you well? No I'm fine and soft. I'm fine. Just a bit cold here in the fridge. Yeah, hey, fresh that uh, you must come prepared, ne? Yeah, very prepared. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bringing my blanket when I come to visit there. Yeah, please come through and yeah, uh, also bring a. Uh, uh, a lot of firewood also uh, running out this way. Really? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Very cold. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. Well, happy Madiba month, my brother. Now, who is uh, the person? Who is Bayzi? And what are your interests? Agriculture? Something that people your age don't find cool? Uh, yeah, the peasant, uh, actually, boys, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't even I can't even remember when someone has called me the peasant before. But, um, I'm a drone pilot. I'm currently working for CERNIC. I'm a researcher and a developer for CERNIC Group. And um, I'm kind of a, I'm a livestock specialist, actually, uh, but I've turned into a drone pilot. Uh, so I'm helping CERNIC to just integrate uh, technology into their operations, uh, specializing in drone technology. Yeah. Have you always been interested in agriculture and livestock? Yeah, I actually started with agriculture when I was in grade 8. I was in uh, agricultural school, a fried, a fried land school. And since I was 14, I've been in love with uh, agriculture. And and from 14 until 23, I've been in the industry and just working and doing different things. It was only last year that I started doing drone technology. Yeah, You must love cows. I love the Brahmans, bruh. Uh, I think I think uh, the the gold breed is actually the Ponsvara. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's the it's the ultimate breed. I know a lot of people are gonna criticize me after this, but it's the it's the gold breed in South Africa. <laughs> mm, interesting. You're giving us ideas to invest in one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of the money breed. Yeah, yeah. Now, how did you how did you find your way to the Cernic project uh, and uh, and the cutting edge uh, agriculture technology there? Oh, okay. So I'm part of Future Farmers, which is an organization out in. It's also now available in Free State and Western Cape, but it was mainly in 
in in KZN Howick, and we we like an organization which is run by the Stout, which uh, helps uh, young graduates, young um, our, uh, farm, uh, young people, black people that want to be in the farming industry. So when, when I finished my my program with Future uh, Farmers. I went up to Australia and I worked on the station there. So after finishing my my 12 months in on the station, I came back to to South Africa. And then after coming back, uh, it introduced me to drone technology. So, but I was exposed to it already in Australia. So I just had a familiar idea what it was about. And then I joined. I, I did what she asked me to do, and I've been. And then I got hired as a um, as a crop sprayer, actually out in Palito. So I was one of the first uh, agricultural crop sprayers, drone pilots. And after that, uh, I found my way into certain group. When you went to Australia, what did you learn? Uh, I was a life, I was a, a stockman. Uh, they call them stationers. So I was working, we were working on a 12,000 square kilometer uh, station. And we were running a beef station also. Um, uh, a lab uh, beef station. So the beef station had about 22,000 um, uh, beef cattle, short horns, and about 15,000 droppers, which are sheep. And I was just a station hand. Uh, first, first when I, I got in, I was a junior station hand, and then after, with time, I ended up being the lead station hand for a cleaner station out in South Australia. Sure. That's interesting. Now, Learning to use a drone, this was your idea to Senec. Um, we actually, uh, um, my idea, the idea is my CEO's boss, he's, he already saw us presenting for Senec Group last year, what drones can do. He actually was in contact with Judy and she was, he was asking that I join Senec and, and then from there when I joined him, he actually didn't have an idea about how we could use drone technology, but he asked me to do research and find out what I can do. So with with the livestock industry, uh, when it comes to drones, there's not much that everyone has done, actually. Uh, so I knew there were a few things that were out there, but there's nothing that, like, solid or a project that was uh, for livestock management. For crop farming, it's the technology is out there. People are, are actually using it. They're one of the biggest companies is out in the Western Cape that are they are doing quite a bit. Uh, a bit. When I came in, I knew that uh, livestock management is not there's pretty much little that you can do. So the first thing uh, I was developing was counting cattle. I was training the artificial intelligence to count cattle. So from there, I got ideas to do more and find out more and integrate more So with my software team. So you're going to take away my job as a, as a cattle herder now, yeah? Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> that's what I... When I tell people about what drones can do, a lot of people are like, um, what? Now you're going to take uh, people's jobs? That's going to take people's jobs? No, actually, the idea is we are at a stage where technology and and humans, technology can't work alone. It actually needs to work with humans because of the, um, it, it cannot, it can't do the work for itself, but it still needs human uh, um, uh, intervention with it because um, there's a, sometimes um, what a human 
can do, a drone can't do, what a drone can do, a human can't do. So right now it's more of working hand in hand with any, with uh, the, the humans, actually. So uh, I was thinking that I wouldn't want to implement something that was going to take people's jobs here in South Africa with our employment, unemployment rate. <laughs> I, I'm thinking this technology, if not used already at places like uh, Kruger National Park and other game farms, it should come in handy here to t- deal yeah. with poaching. Yeah, actually, the, with uh, with uh, with my software team, we it's one of our long-term goals. We already have the technology out there. It's but it's a it's more of a military type of of technology where we can help with. Anti-poaching. We have uh, we've developed a camera that has human detection that can help with anti-poaching, detecting uh, people out in the field, and and actually uh, it's very precise and it, it's it's one of the cutting-edge technology that we've been working with lately. Wow! Now, also, you are teaching uh, artificial intelligence. Yes, yes. It's, uh, it's a it's more of a software or a program where you can what you want to see, what you want to look, what you want your your program, your software to do. Because uh, a lot of people think drones come with a complete set; with they they can do a lot of stuff. But actually, you still need to code a few things. Like there's a drone called the Mavic Dual Enterprise. So it, they say it's for search and rescue. But, and it can detect people out in the field, but actually it can only put spots on a human out in the field. It cannot outline the person. So with artificial intelligence, so we can train the model to outline the person, to see them uh, uh, clearly so that you do not get um, uh, a wrong interpret- interpretations out in the field. Obviously, I mean, the stock theft, 1.24 billion is a lot of money. What has been the impact of you using this technology, say, in the last six months or so? Um, so, like, when I went, I'll tell you just a, a brief story. I, I was in Bethelsborn, which is a, a, a farm, it's a place near just south of Kronstadt. So we, I was there, and I was looking at the potential of this farm, that had about um, about only 150 cattle, and they were telling me that at night they have to bring in cattle to the to the grass so that they can sleep there because of of theft. So thinking as an as a stockman, I was thinking that's a waste of um, uh, uh, energy for the animals, a uh, waste of time for people. Animals should be out there at night because uh, cattle are night and day. Grazers. So we came up with an idea to to try and and maybe help with stock theft. So now I've been working with technology that has detection in in um, uh, uh, animal detection and people detection out in the field. So we are we are training it actually right now, and it's coming out really well. We find we able to find a person out in the field and and everything. Yeah, you must be helping the police uh, arrest uh, quite a lot of uh, lawbreakers. Yes. Yeah, so we, we actually right now we developed a system where you, when a person trip comes into uh, a farm, it, trips, uh, it triggers an action and then a drone goes out to them and finds them out in the field. Wow, this is music to a lot of farmers' ears. Also, obviously, this impacts uh, safety. Yeah, 
it's uh, uh, for for now we we're testing it out in in Edenville, which is the Sarek Group's farm main farm. It's it's about five thousand six thousand hectares, and we we are able. We are trying, we're going to be actually starting it next week. We're going to be putting up the cameras and everything so that we can see how well it works out in, at night. Will people try to steal the cameras or, or, or what's going to happen? And we, but once we, I, I'm, I'm 100% sure once we set it up, the uh, stock theft around my area is going to drop maybe at least by 50%. This looks like another career avenue that young people can consider if they don't want to till the land. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one. It's actually a niche market right now because we are um, actually um, there's very few drone pilots out in South Africa. One of the leading schools in South Africa, which I did my training with, has only trained about 700 drone pilots, and it's a niche market for young people because uh, you don't need to have really like. Uh, hide marks in school or anything. Just You must just be average and just be willing to learn. And it's a very nice industry to do and uh, and be in because it's there's so much you can do because we're busy with security and mining, everything. We're everywhere now. We, we, it's really and it's a, a very exciting industry to do. We're chatting to Boise Gabuza. He says he hasn't been called that name in a long time. I suppose when you hear that name from your mom, then you know you're in trouble. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, how affordable is this? And uh, are you able to, to, to help uh, smaller farmers as well? I know you work with uh, the Sarnik Group. Uh, for now, we're developing solutions for... There's a high-end solution for big commercial farmers that we are developing. There's also a low-end solutions for for uh, subsistence farmers to uh, small emerging farmers. We're actually working with, we have a program, a Senate group, where we're helping emerging farmers come to a commercial stage. So we have a, a budget and a, and, a, and, a, and a stage for all of them. So we're trying to find solutions for for some of them. Some of them cannot afford surveillance all around the farm, so we need to come up with smaller solutions to help them. So we get to a farm and we find out what's your biggest problem, and then we try to work around the problem and see what we can do. For for now, we can help with um, just watching your cattle at night. So if you have them in a certain camp overnight, we watch, we put technology around to watch them at night. So if something or a human tree, not something, actually a human triggers the fence and comes into your, into your, into, within to your cattle, it sends a trigger action to your phone and then you know there's someone in your camp so you can decide what action to take. And from uh, the aviation point of view, all legal, all licensed and permitted? Um, for for now, um, with um, with civil aviation, they kind of very um, regulated. So we as a group don't have um, uh, a license for now. So we do our testing on our private private land with our um, own. Uh, uh, we don't do it commercially. We're not doing it for money for right now because when when with uh, drones, once you start making money out of them. The, the drone, with the drones, you need to put in safety procedures, have a, uh, clear everything with CAA, and they're highly regulated. For now, it's still just testing phase, and we're doing it on privately, nothing commercial. So we are working on a, 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 a what they call it a, a RLA, 
with with CAA where we're trying to get our commercial license, uh, our ROCs and everything. So we are hoping to get our license soon and start working with the technology and, and help people in the livestock industry. How, how do you see this in, in, in five years' time? Uh, I think uh, we it's like an exponential graph right now. Uh, I think drone technology, it's coming. It's something we cannot escape from. It's coming technology, actually. Four R is coming, and it's going to be huge when it hits South Africa. So if right now is the best time to come into it, uh, prepare for it, and and teach yourself and and actually expose yourself to all the things because actually South Africa is way behind when it comes to to drone technology. We more more or less about four years behind from the rest of the world. If you go to first world countries and understand and you see what they're doing, you can see we're way behind. And when it comes to South Africa it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a huge load. So right now is the best time to learn and expose yourself to a lot of stuff. I think it's gonna be one of the biggest industries in 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 South Africa in the coming five years. It's obviously going to save the farming community from a cost point of view when it comes to security. Ah, really, that's our main goal is to help the livestock industry. So we're trying to really cut down on the steps. 1.2 uh, billion is a lot of money lost by uh, livestock uh, farmers every year. So we actually was in, I'm in a group with farmers where I'm helping them to just basic technology uh, to teach them about this basic technology. And when one of the farmers shares a story about how people overnight, there's a farm out in in, in Val last weekend that just shared pictures of his cattle. Someone came in and slaughtered their cattle right on the spot, leaving half of the animal and half, half of the dead. So that's kind of heartbreaking. And it makes me more motivated to try and come up with uh, solutions for these farmers. Wow, that's what we like. Solutions, solutions, solutions. Good job you're doing, uh, uh, Boise, you and your team, and of course uh, the group that uh, has seen this uh, potential and talent and interest in you. I hope uh, a lot more young people are listening to this and are going to get in. How can we get a hold of you to talk more? Um, actually, I'm on, I'm on Facebook as Boise Kabuza and also on Instagram as Boise uh, Kabuza, or you can just search Tycoon on on Instagram. Then you'll find me. You see me there. It's just yeah. That's one of the main platforms I'm I'm on. Tycoon in how many years? Uh, sorry. Tycoon in how many years from now? Ah, very soon. Very 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 soon. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thinking. You're my new best friend. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Thank you very much. <laughs> also, I think uh, my producer, Kabu, because she's a photographer, I think she'd love the idea of using a drone to take, you know, pictures, landscapes, and things like that. Maybe at some point, when you've got the time, you could give her a crash course so that, uh, you know, she can get those pictures that uh, nobody can get. Ah, yes, yes. Actually, I'm opening a drone school very soon, so she must really join my school and she'll get to be exposed to such... Uh, activities <laughs> fantastic stuff Boise job well done and uh, it's, it's nice to you know see young people breaking new ground and uh, taking agriculture seriously because this is another area where the money is where the success is it's like uh, being an artisan 
areas uh, a lot of us are shying away from, but areas that can sustain us for the longest time. Job well done. Keep up the good work and we'll stay in touch. Okay, no, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Madla, for having me. Lovely, thank you. A fabulous day to you, sir. Okay, thanks. Bye. Boise Gabuza, I'm just a Google tycoon. He says very soon. Yeah, that tycoon type is going to be the reality. Seven minutes to five. <laughs>